0: Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. you. Thank oh. you. Oh. Father, be thy kingdom thy will earth. Give us this day, forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those trespasses. Lead us not to the
1: kingdom
0: of forever. forever. The water is cold.
2: of glory shall come in. How many want the king of glory to come
3: in here tonight? Amen? Amen. (laughs)
0: Thank <laughs> you. you are all you are alone, right now, you've got are all you are alone.
2: Uh, but this song has a tremendous powerful message and I've known people that, that thought somehow they had walked beyond God's grace. It's a wonderful thing to know that he reaches us no matter where we go and his love reaches for us. His hand is extended. and I want you to listen to the words of this song tonight. If you maybe walk through this building and feel a long ways from your heavenly Father.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh my, Gee, god The great I am I move over all I'm here for have more, Victorious warrior, a man of peace, mighty conqueror. And the only time, mm. the Alexander. only time I ever saw him Come on. The sweat he ran Alexander. to me. it, he took me in all and my head to his chair, let, let my son come home, home again. in, in my face, watch the tears from my eyes. eyes.
3: With a dancing voice, he said, I'm sorry, do come on, come on, come on. Somebody, I wish it was more.
0: He called me by
3: surprise. Yes, he did. Hallelujah.
0: God ran. Go ahead, Timmy. Come on. I left home. I knew I'd broken his heart. Hallelujah. And I wondered if things could ever be the same. But one night, I remember his love for me. Yes. And so I Oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: the person whose hand you're holding right now, but I want you to pray for them. Like it was your own kin. I want you to pray for them like it's your prayer. That's the only prayer that's going to help them to reach up and touch the helm of a merciful Savior. Would you pray for the person whose hand you're holding? Those of you watching on this DVD, you may be in a lonely bedroom somewhere, hotel room. You may be on a plane watching this on your DVD player. The Spirit of the Lord is coming to you right now. It is not His will that any should perish, we all come to repentance, to be joined together. In the name of Jesus. Mm.
0: Mm. Hallelujah.
3: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. These are the days of your Elijah. Hallelujah. Come on the King. Let the king of glory come in this morning. is going to worship this
0: morning.
3: Hallelujah. like Hallelujah,
0: hallelujah, hallelujah.
3: There's no God like Jehovah. 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 There's no God like Jehovah.
0: There's no God like Jehovah. There's no God like Jehovah.
3: Yes. There's no God like Jehovah. There's no God like Jehovah. Hallelujah. Yes. 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 Come on, you let's go. We come to Anaheim, California. Jesus, there's no God like Jehovah. There's no God like Jehovah. Jehovah,
0: Jehovah, 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 Jehovah.
3: Nobody. Nobody.
0: Nobody.
3: Nobody. Hallelujah.
0: Nobody great.
3: Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Nobody great.
3: Hallelujah.
0: Nobody great.
3: Is greater than you, amen. We praise him this morning, amen, for an opportunity to worship him, hallelujah. We can worship him anytime, there's no restriction, there's no restriction in our worship, amen. We can worship him, and we thank him this morning for allowing us. countries, they can't worship him, hallelujah, but we can worship him, so we do thank the Father, amen, this morning for an opportunity and a time to worship. We've come to, amen, a time where we need to learn to worship, hallelujah, inhabit the praises of the saints. Thank him again this morning for the opportunity. God bless all that were able to come in. I know sometimes the songs don't come out right. Hallelujah. But we need state-of-the-art equipment to be able to play the music directly through the Internet out to the public. But we thank you for what we do have. Hallelujah. We're not going to complain. We're going to say, Father, thank you. Amen. Father, we thank you this morning that you called us to such a time as this, and you've given us a word from on high. Father, I pray that the word will work in the hearts of your people. You said, Father, that your word will go out, and it will not return void, but it will do what you Son that you do. Give us a word from on high this morning. The word, Father, Lord, that will give us the assurance of hope, joy, will build our faith up, Lord. Will keep us believing and trusting in you, knowing that you're God that cannot lie. Father, we thank you. Father, we see the world slipping and sliding into darkness all around us. All type of new inventions for man to worship. But, Father, we thank you that we're going to worship you, Father. Lord, we're not going to search it. nowhere. For you said, Father, that if someone said you was over yonder, don't go. For you said that the lightning flashes from the west to the east, so will it be when the Son of Man comes. Oh, Father, come, Lord, come. Oh, God, come right now in the midst of the service. We know that you're Jehovah. You are the Lord. You're the most high, God. We know that you're Jehovah Jireh. Father, we know you will provide today. Thank you for being Jehovah Nicodish. You're our sanctifier. Hallelujah. Or we can call upon Jehovah Nisi, our battle this morning. Thank you for being our Jehovah Rohi. your our shepherd, Father. And we sure thank you for Jehovah Rapha. Y'all were this morning. Hallelujah for Jehovah Shabbat. You're the Lord of hosts today, Father. Hallelujah for Jehovah Shama, Jehovah Shalom, the Lord of our peace. Jehovah Shama, you're there all the time. Jehovah Takedesh. We thank you this morning, Father, that we don't have to fret back. And fear a doubt. You've given us a word this morning that you will make ways as you did for the children of Israel in the desert. Look upon the President of the United States, Father. God worked down in his heart this morning, Lord. Bring him to your saving faith. Oh, God, you know how to save, God. You can save the lost. Hallelujah. You can raise the dead. Raise him up in righteousness and truth, God. Remove every, every anger. Remove every religious. Remove every unrighteous spirit today that dwells in the heart of Donald Trump. You said we ought to pray for our leaders. We prayed this morning for his cabinet. They're all alive and going back and forth, scared and afraid. We're going to let fear come upon their hearts. To fear you, and not fear man or fear the prisons, but to fear you today, Father. And then, Lord, touch and bless every home this morning that is standing open, Father, Lord, waiting on your hand. Oh, God, speak to the hearts of our ministers right now. Let them know, Father, Lord, that your richness and glory, hallelujah, you will supply every need. You'll give every man according, hallelujah. We thank you this morning, Father. And now, Lord, as we come into your program, we ask you, Father, Lord, that you would guide our eyes, guide our hands, guide us today, that we may hear, understand what you're saying this morning in this word. Move by your spirit right now, Father. Move on the hearts of your people all over the land. Move right now, Father. Give them the assurance that all things are working together this morning for their good when they're called according to your purpose. Bless our companions, our homes, the neighborhood, where would we live. Father, Lord, give us what we stand in need of. Father, we thank you. For all of the people that come, listen to your program, and those that have came and have not came back, we ask you to have mercy now, Father. Lead and guide them today, Father. Give them what they stand in need of, Lord. Don't let the enemy triumph over your peoples today. go to you with your perfect love. Oh, how we love you this morning, Father. We give up and we give over to your hand. That your will will be done today. And the Most High, and the Most High Yah, Selah, and we thank you for Yahshua, whom we know as the Christ Jesus. We thank you and praise you right now. your Father. Our Father, have thine own way now. We give you the glory and all of the honor, our man and our man. Hallelujah. Hey, man, we left off talking about uh, suffering. Thank God that this is the last segment, the last episode on suffering because nobody wants to suffer. Nobody wants to hear the message on suffering. You're going to suffer anyhow. Whether the preacher preach it, you're still gonna suffer. It's already been pinned in the book. You can't throw it out of the book, hallelujah. You can't get it out of your mind, you can't get it away from your eyes, you're gonna suffer, my dear, hallelujah. But when you suffer for righteousness' sake, hallelujah, he'll triumph over the suffering for you, and he will bring you out. I want you to know that. Suffering don't last always. If you suffering, there's joy. And the joy come when you realize that he promised me, hallelujah, that if I live like Job 36 and 11, if I obey and serve him, I'm going to spend my years in pleasure and my days in prosperity. He promised us in Luke 10 and 19 and we're going to tread upon scorpions and serpents and nothing by any means should sure hurt us. He didn't tell us to go catch rattlesnakes and stuff. No, he didn't tell you to do that. He said you was going to tread upon them, not pick them up, hallelujah. Peter, did, uh, uh, was it Peter or Paul? Paul didn't pick the snake up. The snake, the viper latched on to him when he was putting the sticks in the fire, hallelujah. So we don't want to be twisted in our thinking and putting God through these tests. And you don't want to be put through the test. Put him to the test. Hallelujah. Call upon his name today. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I was looking this morning at a very familiar scripture in the book of Romans. Romans eight and ten. It said that if Christ is in you, see, if he's in you, we got to make sure that he's in us. Hallelujah. That's a guarantee that if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin. So this will let you know this morning, hallelujah, that if he's in you, when people start talking about your half, Talking about it, you think you're suffering, talking about this and talking about that dress and talking about, you're dead. I want you to realize that these things are trying to get you to come back to life. When people talk about you, when they scratch your car, they're trying to get you to come to life. You are dead with him. He is our hope. He's our glory this morning. Don't be moved, amen, from where you're at today. Don't let nothing move you. If you come outside and somebody threw brake fluid all over your car and your paint running down on the ground, sure that'll make you angry. But stop trying to protect what God can do. We left the windows down last night and I showed up the little I got there and put them up in the car. Told so my wife, asked me about three o'clock, Did you get the one up? I said, No. I said, Everything will be all right. Everything going to be all right. Nothing going to get in the car. If it is, We'll let it out. Hallelujah. It didn't rain. It wasn't going to rain. If it did rain, I'm crazy enough to believe that the rain ain't going to hurt nothing. But so we need to die this morning. Hallelujah. We need to die to our food is stinking. We need to die to our ways. Hallelujah. So he says, you know, Hallelujah. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin. Not the spirit, not the soul. Remember, we're a tripod being. We're spirit, body, and soul. So the body is dead, but the spirit giveth it life. Hallelujah. So get that spirit cleaned up this morning. Hallelujah. Repent of your sins today. Hallelujah. Call upon his name while he is near us. hallelujah call upon his name today and allow him good morning sir allow him to cleanse us from all of our unrighteousness and stop saying you know i, I i'm saved i'm baptized with fire and all the stuff they say i've been hearing that go on all my life hallelujah, hallelujah. talking about you baptized and burning fire i don't forgot how they say it but anyhow it sounds good but I hear him this morning saying that, hey, man, you, you're not dead. Your body is alive. And how you know when your body has not died to sin is when you take all day long trying to put something on that body. It's okay to paint the paint the barn. It's okay to put your lipstick on and your, your mascara and your you and all this stuff. ain't nothing wrong with that. But I'm just saying, come on now. Remember last week we talked about taking that stuff off sometimes. So you can look in the mirror. Michael Jackson said, I'm standing with the man in the mirror. Michael Jackson was saying that he really wanted to, amen, get that man in the mirror to understand. I'm tired of you. Amen. So he was dying from a day, a man 10. So Michael Jackson himself, his body was dying. And they saw him dying. And they said, we're going to help him out. And they killed him. Same thing with Prince. Same thing with Tupac. You know, they start treating their condition. We go to the doctor. Uh, that was a king named Asa. King Asa had a sore in his foot. He never sought the father. He sought a physician. And the Bible said he died and slept with his father. So a lot of sickness, Amen, that we carried to uh, we carried to the uh, to the doctor. We should have brought it to the father. You know, I'm bringing my condition to the Father every day because, you know, I know that he He can do this, but there's also some things that I need to do. And, you know, I need to lay off, you know, all this uh, uh 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 food that we eat. I need to read I've been reading it, but I still eat them good old sausages. And I get them sausages down in in Trinidad called salad sausages. I need to let them go because what they got in them is not good for us but it show tastes good. And this weekend, is homecoming weekend, so Father, I'm praying now, don't let me be overcome by eating all this cake and stuff that they're going to have spread on the table, but let me be filled with your spirit that you can direct my life, that this old flesh should die. I'm not worried about the sin this morning. As Paul was talking about this morning, he said, if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin. See? Mm-hmm. Because of sin, you ought to die. But we know that the flesh don't want to die. See? Remember I said your are tripod being your spirit, body, and soul. Nobody about to tell you anything other than that. That is the God of the truth. When a man die, where do the body go? Back to the dirt. They get them little rose pebbles and flowers, and they sprinkle them across the casket, Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. We're giving his body back to the one we trust. And the body go back to the dust. But it says right here, and if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. See? Get yourself in a righteous state this morning with the Mm Father. You don't have to go bawling out of control and crying and falling all over and all that. That's of a, uh, an, outward, that is an outward appearance. Circumcise your own heart, i you. know what's right and what's not right. Mm-hmm. You know what's wrong with you today. You don't need me to tell you what your problem is. Your problem is your association is uh, unrighteous. Well it ain't number the church member. Well, check your own self. Second Thirteen Five. Examine yourself. So he said, but if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. So this is not going to come nowhere else. It's going to come through his spirit that dwells in you. Now here's a little test. If his spirit is dwelling in you this morning, hallelujah, upon yesterday, you get angry? Yeah, that's okay. Be angry and say not. Uh did you lie yesterday? Uh have you taken a pledge and you haven't paid it? Have you done anything that you know the Bible tells you if you did it, you understand me? Go to your brother. You know, you need to check yourself on a daily basis. I see it yesterday. Amen. And I repent. Trying to tell a woman up break like that. She's so busy clicking on her telephone, she's so busy pushing on that phone trying to read text message that she just ignored me. That's what well, go ahead on with your fast self. It's be on down the road, no brake light. It could cause her an accident because somebody run up behind her, she's hitting brakes, and they won't see her. Mm-hmm. But that cell phone is a mess, and that's a part of Satan's device too because you can do anything on that cell phone. You mm-hmm. can be anywhere. On the cell phone, little kids, twelve, fourteen years old, exposing their body parts on the cell phone, mm-hmm. and they do more than that. Amen. Let's run down to the sixteen verse. Well, well, hold on. Therefore, brethren, therefore, brethren, there this is twelve. Mm-hmm. We are daughters, not to the flesh, so you don't have no business. Trying to go out there and buy no Versace and all that kind of stuff. And all them Jordans and stuff. Come on now, Revelation 18 chapter, it says, Stop your foolishness. But now you just got to have it. Now, what good, see, what good is it going to do me to have five pair of Jordans, Nikes, whatever? I don't care what it is. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: It ain't Jesus. Why are you five pair of Jesus? See? When are they going to come up with some Jesus shoes? You see? China won't even make them for you, I bet you. Mm-hmm. I bet you get China, tell China you want a million pounds and get them going on me a dollar a piece for well, them. They ain't going to make them for you. They're not going to make them because other people are going to be mad for them making them. So rather than them lose friendship with the world, they're not going to make them for you. Anything got to do with Jesus, it's going to be hard to, try to get them side. It's hard to get these churches come together. Five churches, ten churches in two miles. Come on. And that is a serious indictment that the Edomite generation has placed in the neighborhood to have us bawling out of control and crying over for Jesus. We kill Jesus over and over and over again with our religious ways. But all we have to do is just die. He wants you to die. He died. Amen. So that shows the love for the Father. When you crucify, you don't let your flesh modify. Don't bust at your flesh. Sit down and feed yourself to you 400 pounds. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on now. If you have an eating problem, you understand me, that's understandable. We all got something we need to control. So he says here, therefore, brother, we are debtors not to the flesh. That means that you don't that flesh nothing. You don't owe your flesh a single bit of nothing. Brush them old dirty teeth, put some dirt on them, wash that old dirty flesh up. And then Kelly said, "Now you behave yourself. Now I'm not going to do it. Go to the store, and you got to have every ta- every purse they made.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Why would you go and pay seven hundred thousand dollars for a purse? When I even gonna say that. I was gonna say, when you die, I ain't gonna worry about you dying. Die to your flesh. That's what we're talking about. Amen. Mm-hmm. You live according to the flesh, But if you live according to the flesh,
0: you will die. See, mm-hmm. see, I that is right
3: there. I ain't even had to say it." <laughs> you're going to die anyhow because your old greedy flesh is going to kill you. Right. Because you're going, to be, you're going to be trying to protect your assets. You're going to go get in your car after you went out there and bought all that stuff and somebody and slammed their car door. One right. of them cowboys and pull up there in one of them big trucks yeah. and he didn't slam the door into your door. Or he did somebody and tore your mirror off your car. All oh, your flesh is going to be in a mess. That's right. I mean, all this stuff is real that I'm telling you. Straight out of the Bible. I didn't even know that was gonna be the next
0: mm-hmm. the next
3: word. You know, if you live according to the flesh, you will die. Mm-hmm. But if by the spirit mm-hmm. you put to death the deeds of your body, you will live. Mm-hmm. For as many as are led by the spirit of God, these are the sons mm-hmm. of God. Again. So we were already in bondage. Mm-hmm. But he said, you didn't get it again, did you? So he, he let you know that you were in bondage. You were alienated from the commonwealth of Israel. You know, you were a Gentile. A Gentile in the flesh. But then he turned around and said that he purchased us. and he showed us how to die. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. See, I don't have to go out there and put a big hat on and put on all this stuff. That's what I'll be trying to tell them at church. I don't need to put on all this suit to prove who I am. Mm -hmm. All I need to do is be clean and I can sit beside the brother with that that, that, that that nice Versace on or whatever kind of suit they be wearing. Mm-hmm. I don't care. It don't interest me. Because when I leave the church, I'm trying to go down on Skid Row and win some souls. What I look like out there with, with, with all that stuff on trying to win some souls. Mm-hmm. All them people be beating, beating stone me out there. It'd be like the days of Stephen and Paul being mm-hmm. stoned to death. All because they'd be like, ah, it's counterfeit. Be like they be calling them security guard, rental cops. That's a rental, a rental reverend. A <laughs> rental reverend <you> know? Amen. <laughs> so we we don't want to miss this thing. We want to get it right. Hallelujah! Because when we stand before the Lord, He gonna say, "I never knew you." You'd be surprised of the minister and the women and men of God that He gonna say, "I never knew you." You know what I mean? Hold up! Hold up! Ain't gonna be no hold up. You ain't gonna be talking about your sure. father. You're going to be all down on the ground, balling out of control. You can't even look on the sun. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. You can't even look at the S-U-N. You know you won't look on the S-O-N. The S-O-N, He the one giving light. Hallelujah. S-O-N. Hallelujah. S-O-N. He gives light to the earth. Without the S-O-N, there would be no S-U-N. S-O-N. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, bless his name. We are the children of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And if children, then I, as of God, and join us with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. Suffering means that you're not going to take and put all that stuff on that car. You don't want and get all that jewelry stuff. Come on now. What part of the gospel? He said, I redeemed you with corruptible things. He said, with silver or gold. He laid it down, verbatim he told you I did not redeem you with silver nor gold. So why would you put silver or gold on the body? Deuteronomy 28 chapter, chapter 18 chapter, Nimbus 11 chapter. Daniel, they talk about how to present your body a living sacrifice, not a goalie sacrifice. Come on Mm now. Hallelujah. (laughs) And I'm going to turn it over to to AD and let him pick it up. Amen from uh, uh, 18. Uh, from suffering to glory. Amen. See, you suffering, amen. now he's been the brain the glory for us. You know? Amen. God is so good this morning. Amen. You come up out of your suffering now. He's going to tell you how to come out your suffering. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. amen. Verse eight, <coughs> 18 of Romans 8 chapter. I consider, amen, that the sufferings of this present time are amen. not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us. Amen. For the creation waits with eager longing. Amen. For the revealing of the sons of God. Amen. That's good. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. Want to say something? I want to say, I want him to know about glory. Glory means splendid wealth. Amen. And while we yet in this body, on this earth, you will enjoy the benefits of its splendid wealth. It has nothing to do with your brand new car, your shoes, your hat, your what? The splendid wealth is knowing and having the control uh, of the inner man inside of you, where it's happy. Mm-hmm. You know, when you get up in the morning time, you know not You just like an old car, an old car. You know, you start it up, and sometimes it'll fall dead. Back in the day, we had carburetors. Carburetors, got to pack the gas, mm-hmm. and finally, you get enough gas. A man up in the intake, it'll disperse the fuel to every cylinder in the car. But now we have injected. That injector inject gas to every cylinder. The six cylinder, it injects the C. So it'll start up, and You can take off a little faster. Amen. But with the most high, amen, and all of this glory, amen, you ain't worried about how long it takes for the car to start or whatever. You're not even concerned because he's so awesome and he wants to show himself so much. He wants to show himself mightily in every instant. He'll make the car run with no motor in it. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. So this is what he wants to do for us. So I'm so grateful this morning for even having my son, amen, to be able to, you know, we really change, and this word is really changing us. You know, it's changing me. Yeah,
0: it's right. causing me to wait
3: upon the Lord. It causes me to not to be angry about the situation. You're going to have some situation that's going to make you angry. But all you got to do is come back to the word mm-hmm. and know that that's not a part of God's plan, but that's your suffering. And as you suffer, then you just start dying in the flesh. And every time something raises up, the flesh will say, I'm dead, I'm dead, I'm dead. Yeah. And you'll be able to overcome. Amen. Amen. So we see Paul, you know, beginning to start with "I consider." And this is something that he began to ponder on. He's like, I consider. This is something that I've tried out. This is something I understand by the knowledge of suffering. Amen. So Paul speaking first hand experience here. Paul's not talking about something somebody else did or something somebody else went through. Paul went through enough suffering for ten people. Amen. Being shipwrecked. Amen. Getting to arguments, amen, with his own people, Barnabas, Amen. Then they had to split up, Amen. Simon went with the other one. Uh Simeon, all they they ended up just splitting up. Paul went to getting stoned, Amen. Left for dead. Amen. So Paul, Paul even told the, the Gentiles, I, I know this walk. I live this thing. Y'all, y'all, you know, I'm just bringing this to y'all. Before I brought this to y'all, I, I dealt with a whole bunch of stuff. You know, the Jews didn't want to accept them. The 12, the 11 didn't even, they like, man, who, you know, hey, you say Christ with you. Oh, why are you teaching this or that? You know, it was mm-hmm. contention with them in the other, in the other 11 that people don't talk about. But they, they like, man, you wasn't there when he died, you know, or you wasn't there, you know, you saying you this and that. We're going, you're going out what you say. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Power had works. So if people don't believe what they say, what you what you tell them, guess what they need to be seeing? They need to be seeing some works. Hallelujah. Amen. So that's what Power began to speak on something that he understood and something that he went through. Hallelujah. Amen. That's the sufferings of this present time. Mm-hmm. He's talking about some suffering to come. He's talking about suffering you're dealing with today. That's right. Talking about your bill, dude. Talking about people talking about you, talking about you maybe be going through in your body. All these present time sufferings. We got enough suffering to to, to label something, to put, to put put a name on it and tell somebody, hey man, I'm going through this, I'm going through that, but God do going to get the glory out of it, amen. Absolutely. So we must speak of the present time, amen. We know what's going to come. We can't talk about tomorrow, but we can talk about the suffering today, amen, amen. that we're dealing with. are not worthy, amen, to be compared, amen. So we're talking about we can't even compare what we're going through right now. The death, the families, amen, sickness in the body. People talking about you; these in our minds, these are grave things that that sometimes can seem to take us out, amen. To make us want to give up, amen. To stop running, especially when people talking about you or mistreating you in ways that you don't understand, amen. And you feel like you you, you down, you suicidal, you all all them things. Those don't don't even compare to the glory that's going to be revealed. Like what do you mean? How what I'm going through is not even. Nowhere close to a small iota to the glory that the Father's gonna reveal. Why? Because when He reveals that, he's gonna take away that same problem that you have. And by by you by Him taking that away, Amen. Eventually, by you going through it, it'll begin to move itself out of the way. Why? Because that that issue, that problem, that suffering, Amen, is no longer that I hinder you no more, Amen. When problems, don't that problems hinder us or stop us from serving God, that's when that glory will show up, Amen that glory of God will begin to move with fervent power in our life, amen, just like it did in the apostles' life, amen. All 12, amen, had the word of God and went through suffering, even after Christ. You would think after Christ died, you think they would probably have a better life, but it seemed like it got worse as being apostles. But then eventually, amen, God began to move in their life in different situations, amen, and the people begin to see the glory of, of the most high God on their life. But you can't endure it. If you don't endure the suffering, you can't get the glory. Amen? There's no glory if there's no suffering. Amen? We all want the glory. We want the the shining lights, the bright, the nice cars, the nice clothes. I'm not saying, you know, my father not speaking on those things, you know, which are meaningful for the body. Yeah, we need clothes. We shouldn't be so much caught up on materialistic things if our spirit man isn't right. All those things are going to come. Ain't nothing wrong with having a little nice thing here and there, but when you get consumed up in those things and that you have to have those things, then those things become a burden until you within themselves. Those have become suffering, suffering problems that don't even need to be suffering issues. I can't even afford this. you, you mad because you can't even get the bag or you can't even get the shoes or you can't even get the ring that you saw at such and such and such, so you're not going to pay your bills, so you're going to do that. <clears throat> you're going to go buy the, the ring instead of pay your, your, your uh, rent then you suffering, amen? So that's something we don't need to be doing. We don't need to be heaping just just putting suffering on us just to suffer, amen? We It's bad enough the suffering of this world come up on us, but then we add suffering on top of suffering that don't need to be suffering. That That's not the will of God. That's just our own foolishness and our own greed, amen? So let's continue to read, amen? For the creation waits with eager longer for the revealing of the sons of God, amen? So even the, the creation, amen, the animals, amen, the beasts of the field are waiting on that manifestation, amen, of us to come back to the Father. Amen. Whenever we when we put on our new bodies, when we amen, become that new creature, amen, that Christ wants, even the animals, amen, amen, of the earth, amen, because they're becoming extinct. The animals of the earth are beginning to slowly and slowly begin to disappear, amen. Animals that's been here for thousands of years or starting the or certain eagles, or like hippos, all these animals that are being killed and poached, amen. And and hunted down and just killed, Amen, even the animals are like, man, I'm 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 ready to get out of here, man. I'm ready to you know, they ready for all this to stop. You know, that's the creation, the things that God created outside of uh human beings. Because if you see, amen, as it's, it's on the news, the animals it it's stories everywhere about the um animals that are falling out of the sky the birds that are falling out of the sky um in in atlanta no i believe in georgia or somewhere they had a they had what's called a red tide and this is when the water becomes very toxic and it becomes red it's like basically as it's blood and you see all kind of animals washing up ashore. you see walruses seals all kind of fish all these things amen because man amen is doing all kind of things to the water to the weather Amen, everything, amen, even with the, as far as the weather, look up something called heart. amen, H-A-A-R-P, HAARP, amen, and it shows how scientifically, amen, they manipulate the weather, amen, so, and this is man-made, these are the things that men have sought to do, amen, to try to be God, or try to be like the Father, amen, so, once we understand that, amen, we understand what the animals are going through. They're dealing with turmoil. They're they even dealing with suffering, amen. So of course they're ready to, hey man, God, you need to come on and end our this, because this ain't even cool. This is what man has done in the earth, amen. So let's continue, amen. Uh, because the creation itself will be set free from the bondage, sit up. Even the even the creation, the animals gonna be set free from the bondage. <laughs> it it's it's so crazy. Amen. We are gonna be set free. The animals, everything gonna be free like it was in the beginning. Amen. In the in the garden, Adam and Eve, and they were not killing animals and 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 using these animals. Cause you read, if you check out the different stories on these animals. As far as the cows, how they take the cows and they put a hole on the side of the cow and put like a little a open a little opening. Uh, where they can open uh, where they can look and see how the milk turn and look and see if the milk right to come out is is wicked. And these things they do to these animals when they're herding them in and bringing the animals in, the animals have so they it's so many animals in these bones and all these different places. They all cramped in. They suffer from different diseases. So they'll poke them with like a, a stick or a rod or something and make it make the blood the blood and the pus come out that they may be sick and they'll still serve you that meat. You know, they feel like, oh, you're know, heat it up, and then the heat will help, you know, take away the bacteria. But, no, you're still getting that in your body. Amen? These are stories you can check out, check and look up for yourself how they're treating the food, the animals of the earth, amen, wickedly. You know, fish that they bring bringing in, but they to keep the fish preserved, they keep them in swimming in this water mixed with other chemicals and feces, and it's supposed to be... Or quote unquote to preserve the life of the animals. The animals are going through a whole lot. They even showed a video the other day with this cow, he was getting ready to go get slaughtered, and the cow was crying. The cow had tears coming out of his eyes. I was I was feeling sad. So the Bible talking about the creation is gonna be set free. This is a future prophecy. He like said even the animals of earth are gonna be free, amen, from bondage. Amen. Um for the creation, uh, let me see. Okay, because the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to decay and obtain the glorious liberty of the children of God. We know that the whole creation has been groaning and travail until now. See that? they groaning, they groaning and moaning and weeping. Amen. Even up to this day, this present time, we knew it was in Paul's time. The animals going through, they're going even worse, going through even worse now. Amen. And not only the creation, but we ourselves. See that that lets you know that they're talking about animals and humans. Because he's talking about even we ourselves, because we, amen, being human beings, amen, and the creation, which is the other beings outside of humans, amen. We ourselves, but who have the first fruits of the spirit grown inwardly as we wait for the adoption as sons. See, a lot of us, we dealing with a lot, even when they were in uh, Paul's time, the people were most definitely, they were waiting on the Messiah, waiting to get out of the oppressive system that they were in. Because if if you understand history, in that time, Jesus, when he came on the scene, like I said last time, they were under oppressive rule of the Romans. Amen. The same way today, like we are in America. Amen. We are under the rule of the Romans, the same people. Amen. The Romans didn't die out, as people say. No, the Romans didn't die out. They spread it abroad, and they carried. It and they took a lot of the same practices. Amen. If you look at Rome and see and study their practices, a lot of what they do they, they are the traditions of here in America. Amen. The Romans didn't die out. A lot of these people didn't die out. They was, their names were just changed. Amen. That's why you can't you can't find who are Amalekites. You can't find out who the Ishmaelites, the Israelites. All these people live in all eighteen nations. Amen, according to the Bible are here present on the earth, but they're called African Americans, they call the whites, Caucasians, they call Asians, they their names have changed. Amen. So it takes studying and all those things, those are things, amen, that You'll learn later on, amen, but those are things that you, you can learn, which are good, so you'll know who's who in these days and times, amen, because the Bible has prophecies according to who these nations are, what will happen and what will transpire. But if we don't know who these people are, amen, or what's going to happen, then we'll just be saying, oh, man, those prophecies are old. No, those prophecies are very new, and those prophecies, some of them are old that occurred, amen, like as far as like the Bible spoke about, uh, well, as far as Alexander, that's Alexander the Great. Uh, the prophecy, I would I got to find the scripture, but I I have it for you next time where it talks about uh, the man who was a Greek ruler, amen, he would take over nations, amen, and things like that. He would go to war. And uh, I forgot, it was a specific point in the scripture with, which uh, referred and let you know that this person was Alexander the Great or Alexander the Greek. It's the same person. I call him Alexander the Greek. I don't want really call him Greek, but that's another topic. Amen. So back to what I was saying, amen. So the we we as a people and and the animals are groaning and waiting on that day, amen, to be adopted, to be brought back to glory in our glorious body, amen, to be the sonship, amen, according to the Father. Amen. who have the first fruits of the Spirit grown inwardly as we wait for the adoption of sons for the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we were saved. That's what we will say, because of that hope. Amen. Because Christ knew that. I would have to come, amen, to bring my people back, amen, to the sonship, back to the point where we were in the in the, when we were, when they called him, amen, the second Adam, because the first Adam fell short. Amen. The first Adam sinned, amen. That was the initial way Christ wanted things to go. Amen. He wanted to, he brought Adam on so he could create, amen, like he did with the children of Israel, amen. A lineage of seed, amen, that would follow him and love him. Amen, according to their own hearts, not force them to do it, amen, but give you free will, amen, and also bless you. That was a sublime state, a a, a state of, amen, <clears throat> a sublime uh, feeling, amen, greatness, goodness, amen, all those things we were supposed to be in, amen, in the glory of the Father in the beginning. But when we fell short, that's when sin came in the world, so we were cut off, amen, from that, amen. So, God no longer worked in that way like he did with Adam, amen. So, what he did, amen, he started through a process of time. He began to create again another set of people that he wanted to set for himself. According to Deuteronomy 7 and 6, who were the children of Israel who he chose, amen, from the beginning. And, man, he chose, those, he chose the Israelites and told them, I'm giving you laws, statutes, and commandments. Follow me. Listen to my word. I want to bless you above all nations. Amen? Because even the nations that were around the children of Israel knew that these people were the chosen people by our God. The other nations, they had God. They had uh, Asherah. They had uh, Baal. They had um, uh, 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 Beelzebub. They had all these different gods that they worshiped. Amen? A lot of Babylonian gods, a lot of these gods that you see in Egypt and all these things, these guys have been around for, for thousands and thousands of years that these other nations worship, and they knew who our God was. Amen. Yahweh, Yahweh, amen, we call him as far as Hebrew, the God of our forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He chose the children of Israel, amen, and he chose to give them laws, statutes, and commandments and said, I want to set you apart from the other nations. I want you to show the other nations how they're supposed to worship me because they're going after other gods. Amen. But from that same way he tried to work with Adam, he he tried to bring the children of Israel that way. And the children of Israel rebelled according to Scripture. They continued to go out and sin. They continue to worship these other gods, amen, because they felt like, oh, it's too many restrictions following the Bible. God don't want us to do this. He don't want us to do that. Oh, but we can go to the devil. The devil's like, oh, man, that's cool. Hey, man, you know what? We don't have to do nothing over here, man. You can sleep whoever you want to sleep with. Man, you can do whatever you want to do. Man, all you got to do is come before me and worship me and say you love me. Don't that sound like today? Oh, we talking about the Bible. Oh man, I don't want to do that, man. That's too hard, man. Oh, don't, all them laws, all those rules, man. People make up ways because people don't want to follow truth. People don't like structure. The Bible is something to give you structure to have a balanced life. Amen. But people don't like balance. People don't like structure, so we come up with fancy. Uh, 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 philosophies and, and, and pretty sayings, amen. To try to make people feel like, oh man, you know what? I'm a free thinker, man. You know, the Bible had me boxed in. No, the Bible gives you discipline, gives you laws, gives you guidelines. Because without law and order, there's chaos. I don't know, no, no, no kingdom ever that don't have any laws or don't have any structure. Because that that way you won't have a you won't have a mortality rate that's out of this world when you're killing people, more people that's being born then you, you're not gonna be able to have a productive society, amen, that's gonna bring in revenue to keep your keep your uh, kingdom running. So there's always in every kingdom, whether they even believe in God or not, there was some form of structure. Right. Amen. And as far as uh yeah, even with Ananias and Safari, amen. Because, amen, they were instructed, amen. So everybody was actually, outside of them and along with them, were instructed to bring in a certain portion of what they made, amen? And they began to lie. and uh, Well, the husband did. And said, I brought this much, amen? And he held so much back. So that I means he brought in a little bit, but he actually brought in more than that and ended up lying, amen? And Paul uh, said, you're not lying to me, but you're lying to the Holy Ghost, and immediately he died, amen? So we understand that. With law and order, amen, that's what governs the people of God. So that's what this Bible is. The Bible is only law and order, amen. It's not no what people teach, grace, grace, grace. Yeah, that's part of the law and order because I don't you know, we all been speeding or did something out of the law, I may have broke the rules of the law and maybe thought we was getting away with it, but then, you know, we may have run across the officer who gave us some grace. You know what, I'm gonna give you a warning you know, hey, slow down, hey, don't, you know, make sure you hit your blinker when you switch lanes. So, in the society, you might have law and order, you're going to have law and order, but you're going to also have grace with that as well, because they can't fill the prison houses up with everybody, so they got to be able to have some people in the society to be productive. So, that's what this book is. This book is law and order, amen, and giving you a way to live life, amen. How to walk right how to live right how to treat your how to treat your neighbor those according to the law those are moral laws those are laws that should naturally already be in your subconscious you know hey, man, i'm not gonna go over here and sleep with this man's wife i shouldn't do that you know i don't need nobody to tell me that that's something i should already uh instinctively know hey man you know what i don't want to go steal this old lady person i know this is inherently wrong hey man those are the four the moral laws amen, that you should understand, amen, as being a human being, amen, because you wouldn't want nobody to do that to you, so obviously you wouldn't want to do that to nobody else. So those are ways, amen, and rules and guidelines that are in the Bible and the whole structure. Amen. Uh, 22, uh, 23, I'm sorry. And not only the creation, but we ourselves who have the first fruits of the Spirit grown inwardly as we wait for the adoption of sons, the redemption of our body. That's right the redemption of our body, bringing our body back to where it was in the beginning, without, amen, redeeming this old body, amen, this corruptible flesh, amen, and turning it, amen, to incorruptible flesh, amen, 24, for in this hope we were saved, now hope that is seen is not hope, for who hopes for what he sees, amen, for what you can see, that's not hope, amen, this morning, amen, you got a car outside. You don't have to pray, Lord, let me make it to work today because you're going to make it to work. Amen. If you get up and say, God, just give me strength to get out the door because your car going to be out there waiting on you. Sure. That, that's not hope. That's something you can see. That's something tangible you can touch, feel, and taste. Amen. So we understand this morning that hope that you can see, that's, that's not hope. That's, you know, that's something else. Now, what you can't see and what you don't have and what you may hope for and what you may be praying for, the thing that you don't have and need, or what you don't have and want, that's hope. Amen. The things that we can't see. Amen. Knowing that we don't, we might not have a job, or you might not have transportation, or might not have a husband, or, you know, might want a child and you might be barren and you want a baby. Those are things that you would hope for. Amen. When you don't have those things. Amen. So those are the things that Paul is beginning to talk about. So we don't have hope, Amen. If we talk, if we're talking about something that we already see and, and we can physically touch, that that's not hope. Amen. Twenty-five. But if we hope for what we uh, for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. Amen. So if, like you said, if you <clears throat> hoping for something that you don't see. You are waiting on that, whatever it is that you're praying for, or whatever you believe in God for, amen, that is your patience, amen, because you don't know when it's going to come, amen, but you believe in God that it's going to transpire and that it's going to show up and then it's going to bless you, amen, and hopefully if it bless you, you're really willing to bless others with it, amen, or be like Abraham, give it back to God, amen, when you bless it, you know, God, I'm giving it back to you, God, this is your vehicle, or this is your child, or this is your husband. Amen. That you gave me, Lord. Let me be a steward over it, and let it be a blessing unto you, Lord. Let let them be a blessing unto you. Let whatever it is that you get, you give it back to the Father. Amen. Because we don't, we don't want to get caught up when we receive these things that we fall into a spirit of pride or that we forget about God. Amen. Because that'll happen when God begin to bless us with things. Amen. We we begin to lose faith if that if that sounds right. Amen. Because we needed faith to get the thing, and now once we got it. We know we no longer believe in Christ, or not not so much not believe in Him. Is that that we, Amen, don't need Him like we feel like we need Him as much now that we have it. Oh, I'm done praying now. I, don't, I mean, why would I need to continue to pray the way I did, bowl and cry and do all this? And now that I have it, what I need to bawl and cry for? You need to bow and cry like Lord. I thank you, Lord. I pray. Let me keep this. Let me be a steward of what you gave me. So yes, we we have the wrong mentality. I mean, being natural, being born human beings, we fall into the flesh, amen, because those things that we receive, we we see them naturally, Mm -hmm. amen. They're not spiritual things that we can't see them, like spiritual gifts or, amen, uh, uh, you want to be a better uh, prayer or you want to have, you know, a a gift of prophecy or you want to be a a, a discerner of spirits. All those different things are things that you can't naturally or inherently see, so you would more so pray for those things that you can't see than you would for the things that you do see, amen. Because they're natural and they're before your eyes. So quite naturally, we wouldn't pray as hard, amen, for the things that we <clears throat> we already see than the things that we wouldn't, amen. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. You know, in our weak state, the Spirit, amen. The Spirit that's in us, amen, helps us, amen. It supports us. It uplifts us when we're down. When we're sick, or when we are feeling hurt in our body, when we're feeling hurt by somebody else, amen, and when we want to give up on life, the spirit, amen, will help us, amen, in the time of weakness. When we do not know how to pray as we are, amen, we don't pray the right way. We don't. You know, the Bible tells us the one way, the, one you, the way you're supposed to pray, our Father, which are in heaven, our will be thy name, amen. That's the way you don't have to copy that, amen, per se, but that's how it's a process because the scripture goes, you're supposed to start out, our oh, Father. You acknowledge who you're praying to, Amen. Where are you? You're in heaven. I will be thy name. I bless you. I bless your name, Father. I thank you. Thy kingdom come, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for your kingdom, Lord God, that you're bringing down, Lord God, here on earth, right, Father God. Also in the things that I, I can't see in the spirit, right, Father, you bringing them down, Lord God, <clears throat> before me. Amen. That kingdom comes let your will be done. Father, let me do the will of you, Father God, that's in heaven. Amen. So these are the ways you have to pray. Amen. There's a step by step process when you begin to break that scripture down. Amen. And, and praying, you know, say, like, like it went on to lead me down of temptation. Lord, I don't want to fall by the wayside. Lord, I'm dealing with this. I'm, leading, I'm dealing with that. Lord God, he says, attempting me. You got to, it's a process to pray. Amen. But we're not, we're we, we putting, uh, to give an analogy, we putting the letter in the mail, but it's getting returned back to us, cause wow, we're not putting the name on it, right? We're not putting the address in the right place, amen. We're not putting all the information on the on the on the mail. So sometimes it gets returned back to us. Amen. And then sometimes i be like, you know what, you don't even know how to pray right. I understand, but I understand what you're trying to tell me. This 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 letter you sending me, it don't have the information on it. Don't have the right information on it, you know, but I understand what it is you so he gonna be the carrier and take that mail. And present it to the Father. Because he the one intercede for us. Amen. He's gonna take that intercede to the Father for us on our behalf. He's the mediator, amen, between God and man, according to according to Paul. Amen. He's the mediator between God and man. So he'll take that 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 mail you put in the wrong way, he didn't put his name on it, but he know, okay, you present yourself before me every day. So I know you talk, you ain't talking to the devil, you ain't talking to Buddha, you talking to me. Amen. So he'll take your letter. He'll take that prayer. That's what it is. When you sending it up, you send in your letter. Amen. You send it to you directing it. You know, that's why when people pray, you putting your letter in the mail. People, a lot of people directing their mail the wrong way. A lot of people praying to Buddha. A lot of people praying to Christians. People praying to to the devil. A lot of people praying to God. Where well, your letter being sent to this morning, amen. So that's what we send in. We send in our mail. We request we got a request in the mail. it, it came. Christ came. He's looking at your love. He reading it. He gonna bring, he gonna pray over, intercede for you to the Father. This is what you need. This is what's going on. Amen. Because he is our intercessor, amen. We don't have to no longer go to the Levites and, 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 and get repentance and, and cry out we did this or need that. Amen. We go straight to the Father, amen, and he intercedes for us. Amen. Uh, man, uh, 26 still. How, <clears throat> know how to pray as we are. The Spirit himself intercedes for us with the size of the, of intercedes uh, for us with size, too deep for words. Uh, I believe the scripture goes, let me put it up on my phone. Uh, it goes with type of uh, words that cannot be uttered. And then it goes. I think it goes. It goes into. Uh, let me just put it up so I can read it verbatim uh, out of the King James. So sometimes this uh, N J K B reads a little different, and I want to get the. the I want to get the right breakdown. Sometimes on certain words or certain time, all these uh, a lot of these translations will take the word or take certain meanings out of translation. So sometimes you will. Uh, you know, a KJV will translate it one way, but the, the, these, you know, NIVs or anything like that will translate it a whole other way and you'll get a whole different meaning from it. So we want to make sure, you know, we get getting the, the meaning that's intended out of the King James, right? So that's the closest book that's, you know, the closest to as far as the uh, the text that came out as far as the, the uh, Masoretic Test, the, uh, all those Septuagint and all those different texts, those, like <clears throat> KJV, Kind of closely copied that uh, when it was translated from that language from either from uh, Aramaic and uh, Greek. Amen. So we'll go into Romans. We have to open my phone. Up. Work, work. Bear with me for one second. You know, Twenty-six. Amen. Likewise, the Spirit also helped in our infirmities. Amen. You he know, helped with in our infirmities. Helps what we're going through in this body. Amen. For we are, for we know not what we should pray for as we are. So you don't know how to pray or what to pray for. Amen. A lot of us, like I said, we're sending up, you know, wrong prayers and, you know, but the Father knows what we mean in our heart. Our spirit, man, is, is communicating to the Father. Amen. When you get this spirit and you're renewed in Christ, that spirit, man, hey, Father, I know what she's trying to say. We, You know, this is what she means right here. You know, it's not really what she's saying, but. This is what she really means. The spirit intercedes for us. It helps us, amen, in our infirmities when we're going through. Amen. The spirit man knows it, amen, because the spirit man is pure. The spirit man will always want to do the things of God, in the flesh is going to always be a struggle, amen. So the spirit knows what it is that we're trying to say. <clears throat> amen. For we know not uh, we should pray for as we are, but the spirit itself may intercession, in see? The intercession comes in with our spirit, man, intercede for us. It'll come in the middle. You know That's what intercession means. Enter comes in between, and to intercede means to go forth. Amen. It comes in between, and it goes forth for us when we pray. Amen. The spirit, man, to correct our words to the Father, to Christ, and Christ to intercede on our behalf, take that notice, look at it, read it, and pray over it and intercede for us on the behalf of the Father. So we say intercession with our spirit, Christ, and, and to the Father. That's how our mail, amen, gets through, amen, just like when you send a letter or you send a package or UPS deliver something to you, it might pass through three or four different states, amen, before it gets you. It might be all the way in uh, Kalamazoo, Michigan. You know how many states away that, that is? How many miles away Kalamazoo, Michigan is? That's, that's, nobody knows really what that, what Kalamazoo is. I was talking to a guy yesterday. He lives in Kalamazoo, and he was surprised. that I, I just took a wild guess. Uh, actually, where he was from, he's like, man, how did you know I'm from Kalamazoo? I was like, man, that's just, it's just some people I know that when I talk to them, they begin to tell me Kalamazoo. So I just took a while to get it, but <clears throat> but yeah, that's like two hours from from Flint, Michigan. But anyway, state reasons, yeah, it's in uh, Kalamazoo, Michigan. You know How many states they got to pass through? You know how long it takes, amen. Whether it's been flown or whether it's been driven, you know it's gonna take a, it's gonna take some days, and that's gonna take some time for it to make it from here to there. Amen. So, sometimes when your prayer, amen, is being interceded on, and we want to act for, you know, the uh, the message that <clears throat> the Word is even interceded on. Amen. When, when the Spirit intercedes, Christ is taking your, your words. He's reading them. He's interceding for the Father. Amen. So, we want to be like, man, come on, man. I didn't pray, man, uh, two days ago, man. I, you can't rush the Father. The Father got a time when he's ready to move. He sees something. Amen. He sees something that you don't see. Amen. So we think we got a time. But the thing is, when when Christ moves, they don't. <clears throat> Christ don't have a time, time, uh, 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 time span or a time limit on when to move. He knows when to move. When, when, when the Father sent him to move, that's when he moved. Amen. But we don't understand that. We on the, we we in this society, amen. It's so microwaved and so fixed on having everything so instantaneously, amen. So our spirit, man, <clears throat> amen, tries to tell us slow down, but the flesh we, we want it fast. Amen? But the Spirit itself make an intercession for us with groanings which cannot be understood. And he that searches the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit. See, though? The one who searched the heart. The Father, he searched your heart. He's looking. Amen? He's in your heart, and he knows what's going on. Amen? He searches, amen, the hearts and knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit. He you know what's the mind of the Spirit man. See, the Spirit man is not your brain. The spirit, man, is outside of your brain, amen, but he's in your body, the spirit, amen. So the Father searches your heart because in your heart, amen, not that thing that you talk about, that beep, amen, that that pumps blood. He's talking about as far as your mind, amen. For what's in your mind, it will come out of your mouth, amen. The way you feel, your inner emotions, amen, those things will come out, amen. The way you feel about somebody when you get mad, you begin to say things and you go, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. Well, really, you did. You just didn't want to hurt the person. Amen. So those things that come out of our mouth were already in our mind in the way we felt, but anger and man begin to push those things further out of our mouth. Amen. <clears throat> amen. Like what we were saying, as far as the mind, I'm sorry, just had something pop up on my phone trying to get it off. Amen. Uh, as far as the mind, this, oh man, the screen is jumping. Oh man. Uh, but the Spirit is still making an intercession for us with the groanings which cannot be understood, amen? Exactly. So Christ searches the heart. He's looking in your heart to see what it is if you really praying and do you really want that thing or really it's something you're not really saying. But sometimes we'll pray for something, but we don't really want it, but we just like, Lord, you know what? I have something I really want to say, but I don't want to say it. You know, I feel like I feel a certain way. My anger got me feeling a certain way. The situation got me feeling. It. So sometimes we'll pray and miss. Sometimes we'll pray for stuff we really don't want or we really don't need. Christ will really search your heart. And sometimes we'll like, man, I didn't want that. Didn't. But that's what you needed. Christ give us what we need, amen. And sometimes he gives give you what you want to show you, hey, that's not what you need, amen. So Christ will work however he feels, amen. He feels like that's beneficial to us, amen. But the Spirit make an intercession for us with the groans which cannot be understood. And he that searches the heart knoweth what is in the mind because he make it in for the saints according to the will of god you know that? that's that three-step process he searches the heart which is the mind and he searches the heart and he knows the mind of the spirit See that's two you have two minds and then your spiritual mind and that fleshly mind which is part of your heart amen so he knows what's in your heart and he knows what's in your spiritual mind amen so your spiritual mind sometimes might not be lined up with what's in your heart because in your heart so the issues of life mean the problems in life, which are called hardness, which are called hate, envy, lust, all these things. So he sees that in your heart, amen, automatically, and he'll see what's in your spiritual uh, mindset, amen. Okay, when you're in your spiritual mind, okay, this is what you need, this is this how you talk, this is how you walk. But when you're in your flesh, when you're mad and you're angry or somebody hurts you, this is the way you feel. So God will go according to what he sees, amen, according in your heart or in your spiritual mind. He that searches the hearts know it, which is the mind I read that. Okay, 28. And we know that all things work together for the good of them which love God and are called according to his purpose. Amen. Amen. So that's what I was saying. God knows He knows all things and He He knows, amen, even what you're going through. Amen. Like you said, because He's searching your heart. He already know what it is that you want. He know what it is what you need. He knows what it is what you hate. He know what you love. He know what you envy. I mean, he knows what it'll take to get you right over the edge, to get you cursing, what it take you to get over the edge, to hit a cigarette. He knows what it takes take and even for you to go to a backslide. He knows all those things according to your heart and according to your spiritual mind, what it takes to keep you. He knows what it takes to keep you. He know what it takes, to, keep you. He know what it takes to, to have you read your word. He know what it takes to keep that spirit man uh, in line with the Father, amen, and to keep that flesh under suggestion, under subjection. So the Father knows all these things. And like I said, before is the the call maybe.